This is AutoLine Daily reporting on the global automotive industry. You've heard the old saying, be careful what you ask for. Well, automakers asked President Trump to roll back the Obama administration's fuel economy standards. But Trump proposed to roll them back more than anyone was expecting. So the Alliance of Automobile Manufacturers, the lobbying group for the auto industry, is asking Trump to find a midway point between his proposal and the Obama regs. It's a huge risk for them to challenge Trump, but the bigger risk is to precipitate a legal battle with California and the Zev states, which could end up forcing automakers to deal with two different sets of regulations. We here at AutoLine keep saying that an easy solution would be to keep the Obama regulations but move the goalposts from 2025 to 2030. That would give the auto industry the breathing room it needs while keeping the regulations in place. And one of the big worries in the auto industry right now is affordability. Merrill Lynch says the cost of owning a new car, including financing, taxes, fees, depreciation, gasoline, insurance, repairs, and maintenance, is $720 a month on average. That's the highest it's been in 10 years. And it says this is starting to affect car sales and predicts that U.S. sales could drop from around 17 million vehicles a year right now to only 13 to 14 million in 2022. If Merrill Lynch is right, that means some tough times are right around the corner. You may remember a story a little while back that the supplier ZF had developed an external side airbag. Well, now we have video of it in action. And as you can see, the airbag fully deploys and inflates before it's struck on the side by the test rig. The system uses connected cameras, radar, and LIDAR to identify a potential impact. The software then decides if a crash is unavoidable and if airbag deployment is possible and beneficial. If so, it goes off. ZF says the hardest part was reliably recognizing an unavoidable collision and deploying the airbag before the collision takes place. The next step will likely be crashing two real cars together, and we'd like to see that. But we do hope it keeps progressing, because the system can reduce the amount the vehicle intrudes into the other vehicle by 30% and can cut down on how bad the passengers are hurt by up to 40%. Cadillac's hands-free, self-driving supercruise system can operate on more than 130,000 miles of limited-access freeways, and they're now expanding that to another 70,000 miles in the U.S. and Canada. Owners of 2018 and 2019 CT6s will have to go to the dealer to get a, quote, system enhancement. After that's done, the additional miles will be sent over the air. The new software includes performance improvements, like moving to the far side of the lane when passing a semi so you don't feel uncomfortably close to it. We constantly get new cars to test drive in the Autoline garage, and we decided to throw our summer intern into one of them to see what he might have to say about it. Here's Jack's take on the 2019 Kia K900. The Kia K900 is a car that would impress any enthusiast with the features that it has. Though it may not have the namesake of its German competitors, it really does have the luxury amenities that those cars have. Let's go take a look inside and see what it's like. 
So the first thing I want to talk about is front and center. It's very hard to miss. It's a big 12.3 inch touchscreen that is controlled by touch or by this little knob down here. You can go to map, um, air conditioning and climate control, and then also your audio source. The K900 $64,895 as tested includes Napa leather heated and ventilated seats and a rear control center like I have never seen before in a car at this price range. The K900 comes with a twin turbocharged V6 that produces 365 horsepower. When the vehicle is in sport mode, the seat bolsters tighten, the transmission shifts faster, and the acceleration is a lot more responsive. This is an impressive car in the full-size luxury segment. If you're willing to buy Korean, it's definitely a great option. You can follow my car reviews and more on our social media using the hashtag JackTheAutolineInter. For Autoline, I'm Jack Hallauer, and I'll see you next time. And the K900 is nailed to the showroom floor. Sales are abysmal. Kia only sold 29 of them last month in the U.S., so you should be getting one for a screaming good price. We found one listed at a local dealership for $60,000. So if you're shopping for one, bargain hard. And yesterday we reported how sales of electric cars are going in the U.S. market. But in the comments section, Lambo 2015 was not impressed. Lambo said a trend chart would give a better idea of what's going on. And it's a good suggestion. So here it goes. In 2014, automakers had 13 BEV models in the market and sold just over 65,000 of them for 0.39% share of the market. Every year since then, sales have gone up steadily, and then they exploded in 2018, which is when the Tesla Model 3 became available in big numbers. But now the rate of growth, while impressive, has slowed, mainly due to a drop in Tesla sales. Don't look for another automaker to make up the difference. So far this year, their sales are up 7%. Toyota and Subaru announced they will jointly develop a new plant form dedicated to midsize and large electric vehicles that will first spawn a C-segment SUV, which will be sold as both a Toyota and Subaru model. It will feature a number of Toyota's electrification technologies, as well as Subaru's all-wheel drive know-how. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by DuPont, transforming industries and improving lives through material science. Subscription services was a big buzzword a year or two ago. Now, you don't hear a lot about it, and there's a reason for that. It's not working. That includes Cadillac, which put its subscription service on hold last year. And on AutoLine this week, Cadillac's chief marketing officer, Deborah Wall, explains why it didn't work. Uh, I think what didn't work is everyone was expecting with subscription that everyone would change vehicles monthly and how you do it. And doggone it, it just is not what the customer really does in true behavior again. There might be a few you know, needs of that, but that um, does not need to be necessarily the formative part. So in other words, you had cars just sitting around waiting right, so for you, people? Right, so you have a big fleet. If you're doing that model, you're servicing, trying to service and keep a big fleet. 
Um, and that's tough. That's economically tough. So we've revamped it. What we did find, what people love, and you would not be surprised on this, is that idea of like, hey, I got a guy that I can call that's going to give me a vehicle whenever I want, and I can get things solved. And it's that idea that really does have a lot of work and then paying for that on a different model. The other thing I think we see um, probably across the industry overall is uh, people are really used to, I do a deal, I have one payment, that's it, I expect to pay the same amount for the rest of my life. And so that's up to us to really work on, well, how do we make sure that we're providing the value that the customer sees? Sounds to us like Cadillac might take another run at this at some point. And you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or you can find it on our YouTube channel. But that brings us to the end of today's report. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.